And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. All-Star Events participants have been announced, but things are different this year. The Hawks played their first game since letting go Coach Pierce, so are they good now? And MVP candidate Nikola Jokic is chasing Will Chamberlain for one particular record. Hey, I'm Tass Mellis, and this is what you need to know in the NBA. Alright, so the lineups for All-Star Sunday events are here. Everything taking place on Sunday, including the All-Star game this year. And the three-point field is fantastic. It's down to six from eight, but it is packed with Steph Curry, Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, two Celtics, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, plus Zach Levine rounding out the field. We miss you, Clay Thompson, but that is a star-studded three-point lineup. As for the dunk contest... The names not in it are the bigger headline than the ones in it because Zion Williamson, Anthony Edwards, and Miles Bridges declined invites, according to Yahoo's Chris Haynes. That would have been ridiculously good. Zion, Anthony Edwards, who had the dunk of the year, and Miles Bridges, who's been throwing it down on passes from LaMelo Ball. He could have been there throwing alley-oops. That would have been incredible. Even Alex Caruso turned down an invite, according to Bill Oram of The Athletic. Alex Caruso, that's a shocker. There are only three participants this year. That's down from four. I guess they're trying to speed things up a little bit. Now, these guys can all throw down, even though they're not big names. Knicks rookie Obi Toppin is the big man dunker of the three. The big man dunker can be hit or miss. Obi Toppin has been thrown down this year for the New York Knicks in limited minutes. Pacers second round rookie pick Cassius Stanley out of Duke. A name many don't know, but had a higher vertical than Zion at Duke. He's kind of the medium-sized guy in this competition at 6'5", so I guess they got the better guy than Zion Williamson, right? Cassius Stanley, that's sarcasm for you. And Blazers' Anthony Simons rounds out this lineup. He's the little guy at 6'3". Obi Toppin, Cassius Stanley, and Anthony Simons. It just takes one to have a good night and make it a good show. Good luck to those guys. Also, there's a skills challenge. I'm not going through the lineup. You know how it goes. They throw it through the hoops. It's bigs versus smalls, smalls versus bigs. Moving on to a little basketball. The Hawks, they beat the Miami Heat in Atlanta's first game since firing head coach Lloyd Pierce. The Heat scored only 80 points, and yeah, the Hawks were after it defensively. Trey Young was hitting the floor, getting after it defensively, as was his team. Teams often do this. When a coach is fired, they want to show that, hey, it's his fault that we weren't a good team. Not us. Look at us. We're working hard. I don't think that this is a sign Atlanta will automatically be a better team, even though they held Miami to 80 points. Okay, I take that back because they are going to get better because they're getting some of their guys back. Bogdan Bogdanovich hadn't played in two months. He played in this one. He was a huge offseason acquisition. Fourth-year player, several teams wanted in the offseason. Interim coach Nate McMillan will benefit from that. I thought the athletic article outlining 
the way Lloyd Pierce butted heads with some of his young players produced by Sam Amick, Chris Kirshner, and David Aldridge was very interesting. But to me, it was outlining a guys, a bunch of young guys who just kind of feel entitled. And Lloyd Pierce, whether he's stubborn and wasn't held or didn't hold himself accountable for some of the losses, as the article pointed out, uh, it, it indicated to me that the young guys weren't ready to be good players or weren't ready to be you know, championship-level players and hold themselves accountable. Now, that may change under Coach Nate McMillan. Maybe this shakeup will just force the guys to grow up. In this game, Trey Young played like Coach Nate McMillan did with the Seattle Sonics, distributing. He wasn't a shooter for much of the game. He was a playmaker. He only scored 18 points, but got hot in the fourth, hitting three big threes, turned the game around against the Miami Heat team. That didn't have Jimmy Jimmy Butler. I think the Orlando Magic game on Wednesday for the Hawks will be more of an indicator as to how good this Atlanta team will be. Even though Orlando is further down in the standings than the Hawks, I think those games, you know, after this first game shine is, is kind of off of the, the Hawks, is a better indicator of what this team will be. Moving on, the Grizzlies mop the Wizards. The Grizzlies are having a good season despite a ton of injuries. Memphis's backup point guard, De'Anthony Melton, had six threes versus Washington. Maybe you don't know De'Anthony Melton. I understand. But I bring him up because Memphis has been so impressive and a model for how front offices should build small market teams in the NBA. Melton was not excelling in Phoenix. The Grizzlies knew he was a better player, so they plucked him in a trade and got that former second-round pick on their roster. So how do you build a small market team in the NBA? Well, a big part is the draft. The Grizzlies were bad, so they were able to select John Morant at the number two spot and Jaron Jackson Jr. at the number four spot. Then they got good at drafting Dylan Brooks in the second round. They made draft day trades for rookie Desmond Bain, Brandon Clark, Xavier Tillman, another second round guy. They used the cap really well. They were able to trade Andre Iguodala for Justice Winslow because they had cap room to ingest Iguodala's big salary in the first place. They got Jonas Valanciunas in a trade. They got Grayson Allen in a trade. And the only free agents they were able to sign as a small market team that can't really sign big free agents are Kyle Anderson and Tyus Jones. And they're 16 and 15, despite all those injuries I mentioned to some of their best players. A great story this year. Clippers and Boston. Boston has been up and down this year, but Kemba Walker continued his climb back from injury to his excellent water-bugging self out there. Kemba had 25, had six threes, a season high for him. Best news for the Celtics, Marcus Smart is working out and should be back after this weekend's All-Star break. Sometime next week, hopefully. Also good news, Robert Williams at the center spot, finishing games for them as their backup center. Fun to watch that guy get after it on the boards. They will be looking for a trade at the deadline coming up later this month. And from the Clippers' side, I get that icky feeling about them. Watching them unable to close games, it feels like last year where they lacked chemistry. Of course, they didn't have Kawhi Leonard in this game, who was out with back spasms. So am I being a hater? It's just hard not to watch this team and get those feelings of last year when they crumbled in the postseason. They started the season 21-8. and eight. They're 3-5 and five over their last eight games. It's probably just me getting those bubble feelings back 
after watching them last year in Orlando. They now sit fourth in the Western Conference because the Suns continue to rise in the standings. The Suns have passed the clip after knocking off the champs. Speaking of good stories, first playoff appearance since 2010 coming up for Phoenix. The Suns are 15-3 over their last 18. And despite Devin Booker getting ejected versus the Lakers, their depth was enough. More than enough against a depleted Lakers squad. The skilled Dario Saric comes off their bench and led their team in the fourth without book. 10 of Dario's 21 came in the fourth. I love watching Dario play and I love saying Dario Saric. LeBron had 38, but with no Anthony Davis, Marcus Gasol, or Kyle Kuzma, uh, the Suns were just too deep for them. The Lakers want the All-Star break now with all of their injuries and COVID-related protocol problems. Only one more game for them before the break. It's the Kangs on Wednesday. Speaking of Kings, Denver's Nikola Jokic is a king on the basketball floor. Denver destroyed the Bucks and Giannis who mimed putting LeBron's crown on his own head last season? Remember that? Was that last season? I, uh, I said I take Jokic for granted recently. It's hard not to. I gotta be honest. It's hard not to. 37, 11, and 10. He just makes the game look so easy. His 50th career triple-double. That is the second most for a center ever. The first? Well, it's Wilt, of course. Will Chamberlain had 78 career triple-doubles. Nikola Jokic going to pass that. Maybe even next season. What a Jared Dudley this Bucks nuggets game was. It was the best showing of the Denver Nuggets season. They destroyed Milwaukee. They have won three in a row and are five games above 500 for the first time this season. The Western Conference finalists from last year finding their way. Finally. Finally, I'm done with that story. The Spurs beat the Knicks. Canadian Trey Lyles led San Antonio with 18 points. Lyles is the ninth player to lead the Spurs in scoring this season, tying Memphis for the most in the league. The Spurs quietly five games above 500 and tied for fifth in the West. That's it for me. Make sure you check out the full No Dunks episode here on Wednesday. I'll be back on Thursday to give you the news as fast as I possibly can. I'll see you then. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.